guys are alive. You're actually alive, thank God. I hid in a drain pipe for days, like three or four, I don't even know how many. And then I stopped hearing people and I started hearing growling noises. Out there in your travels, uh, did you see anything that you would describe as apocalyptic? I mean, no, uh, but uh, no. I would say it's completely obvious what's, what's going on here. I mean, it's a it's a zombie invasion. Fuck! I'm the one who said it's been you zombies. You said zombies? I said zombies the whole you time. Said I don't think you never I said, said zombies. zombies. No, like, you said oh, zombies. Wait a second. You guys haven't been proven right. These are still just theories. Honestly, I'm just so relieved that you guys are here. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day. Somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. The thing about science is, most often, right. one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, it's your shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid. Stupid, isn't it? An immortal one, and I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say, no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? <laughs> You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Hello. Hey, everybody. How you doing? We are apparently essential employees, so we are working <laughs> In my tonight. government, yes. Yes, we are essential. <sighs> um, and uh, sentient. All right, so, so let, uh, me, let me just say one thing to start it off. Shut up, Greg. No, kidding. <laughs> it's, there, is kidding. No, there is no, oh, it's both their faults. No, it's not. It absolutely is. You know what? I am going to respectfully disagree. You know why I think it's not both both sides' faults? Why? Because uh, they're holding everything hostage. I'm going to use the the terminology everybody else is using yeah. uh, over Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, which was passed into law, voted on, signed and approved, and right. tested in the Supreme Court. And that is what Republicans are not going to budge on. I, but they're going to they're going to blink I agree. soon. Um, That's why it's not both sides' faults, because if this was um, 13, so 12 years ago, <laughs> then if this was the Patriot Act, we know what happened back then right. when people refused to sign the Patriot Act, right? Well, Fucking traitors. Traitor. And then they pass it at 4.30 in the morning when nobody's paying attention. But but here's, <laughs> here's, here's, here's yes. why I say that it's still all of them, okay? Because... Um, this is, this is just the latest example, okay, mm. of, of just none of them being able to get shit done and all of them mm. being just, just focused on their own agenda. All of them being, um, you know, swayed by corporate money that comes into government 
And like this is just one more example See. of how powerless they are to actually get anything done. Mm. That I mean that, that that's it because you know what the last time it was somebody else's fault and the time before that well, it remember, was Well remember remember when fault. um when the Affordable Care Act was up for vote and they were going to strip stuff out of it and there was a compromise and we're like fucking assholes shouldn't compromise it should be single fucking payer for everybody. They're not compromising this time. So good for you. If this is what's going to happen, if if the well, signs I mean, I were there, if you're look at in this particular instance, who looks worse? Yeah, it's definitely the Republicans because okay. they could have said, "Oh yeah, you know what? This doesn't actually matter to raising the debt ceiling on money we already fucking spent." Right. So, but but you know, hmm. on the whole, the, the whole system's fucked up. Oh, absolutely. And we've talked about this before, and they're all I I can't stand any of them. I mean, I put on Facebook today. It was either today or yesterday or whatever it was. It was yesterday, I think. Was it yesterday? It's, it's taken a while. Two yeah. days. So, um, you know, I put, dear, dear politicians, you suck, all of you. And then I saw a thing uh, today with Elizabeth Warren's coming out and just, you know, calling a spade a spade. Yep. And um, How dare you, you probably racist. Probably in trouble for that. Too. <laughs> so, um, But you know what? Yeah. She's a senator. They but voted it senator, down. They exactly. did their so, job. She's, right. You know what? And she's basically coming out and going, hey, they're being assholes. But she's been right? doing that across right. the board no, 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 for course. everything. And, so but it's it's that's great. why I'll stand up for her. But it's great, but I'll tell you, it is only about it is only slightly more effective than my standing up and saying, Hey, all you guys are assholes. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I mean So it it's not gonna get anything done. They're gonna say, Okay, great, there's you know, your junior senator from Massachusetts and mm. she's trying to make a name for herself. She wants to run for president, blah, blah, blah. Well, obviously. You know what I mean? But but it's 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 great, but it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. No, it, I no, what she says isn't gonna change anything except know? her quote her comments will be yeah, on the recorded. Record, yeah, recorded uh, yeah. she'll you know, they'll be used in a campaign commercial somewhere along the line. Yeah. You know? But I don't know if she thinks like that. Somebody like, thinks like, like that. her. I don't know if she herself I think she's saying what needs she feels needs to be said. Uh she may be one of the the most honest people. And you I know think. what? And you know what? Then the United States Senate is the worst place for her. She could do more. <laughs> seriously, yeah, no, you're right. She could do more good yeah. and affect more lives. Being, you know, uh, the mayor of a of a medium sized city. Mm. Uh, and and yeah. that's not a slam on her. It's a slam on 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 the government, on the yeah. federal government, because. As awesome as she may be, mm. she's not she's not able to do anything. You know, she could rally around and say, Hey everybody, let's get corporations, you know, let's stop corporate money from coming mm. in. We can do it. All we have to do is vote. And they're gonna go, Okay, Elizabeth, it's it's time to go to bed. Yeah. You know? It now doesn't my, matter. I wonder I wonder who who talked her into running. Was it her idea? Was it we need a strong person to run against that against that dipshit Scott Brown? Uh, who knows? I don't know, but she who won in, in, a, right. in, a, in an actual and I, like and I'm not election. And, and I don't want to I don't want to talk about you know slamming Elizabeth Warren. I've I, I've got nothing against her, mm. but you know it's it's you know all these these good intentions and all this positive energy is is wasted in the in, you know in the U.S. Senate. You mm. know what a what a you know, what a waste of Elizabeth Warren's time to be a U.S. senator. On it, really. Oh, yeah. 
Now, I had uh, in in your in your post there, I had said that uh, you know the all Republicans talk about is jobs, yet they've put forth no jobs bills at all. They've tried to vote the Affordable Care Act to defund it forty one plus times. Yeah, um, and now eight hundred thousand people are furloughed. Yeah, good good job on on creating jobs. Right. They've actually lost jobs at this point and, because and, these people don't know when they're going back to work. But you know what? The, but but also what the problem is? Okay, like like ordinary people. Did you see it both on Kimmel and on Fox News? They interviewed people and asked them which they preferred. Obama. Oh, I have, I have, we have that. In the Kimmel. Thing. I was gonna, I was okay. gonna do that. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that. Later. It's all so, wording. I don't even have to watch it, and I know. I know how it's going to end up. Yeah, because we've watched enough of those things right. to know how but it's going to it's, work. It's sad because even even you know people don't know. No, no, they don't. And they that don't, that was know. that was the thing I had put in the group because I wasn't. I'll be honest, I wasn't brave enough to put it on my feed, uh, my personal one. That I am so tired of everyone being an armchair fucking pundit because they just started paying attention to fucking politics yesterday. Right. We do this as a fucking hobby and we've been doing it for 5 years and you went to school for political science. Yeah. So like you enjoy this stuff. Um now everybody knows all of a sudden how it all works and what's going on and all, a lot of the people that I see are just reading a headline and that's it. There was a there was a video put up by some fucking dummy in my feed that I know doesn't listen. So it's fine. Um, about um, Harry Reid uh, basically said Harry Reid won't help one child with cancer. It's like, all right, well, that's a disingenuous headline because the question to him was so the Republicans put they're going to fund the parks, the medical research, cure, yeah. that kind of the it was one thing in there for sick kids, right? To, to help treat sick kids with experimental um, treatments. And um, basically, what he what what Reed did was an ineloquent version of the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Right. He said, "Why would I help one kid when I can help everyone?" Right. So then they stopped. and they jumped they on him. St- oh, Harry Reid hates kids and they, loves kids. They stopped the tape at "Why would I help one kid?" Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's and like. It's like do you not know how to listen or read between the fucking lines, you dolts? It's like when people say, hey, you know, do you know your parents know you beat your wife? If you woke up with a cock in your mouth, would you take it or leave it? Huh? <laughs> yeah, same, same, same thing. Same thing. Is it my cock? See that? What? I don't know, I don't know how that would reach. In your mouth? You're sleeping wrong if that's the <laughs> that like or maybe you're sleeping exactly the right way. The I don't right know. Way. Depends. All right. Anyway, so uh we have gone in um eleven minutes and thirty five seconds blazingly fast mm-hmm. from um an ineffectual Congress to um sucking one's own cock. We got everything here on Welcome the Smartcast podcast, everybody. <laughs> um so yeah, so uh that so, dummy, that dummy in your feed, also put up a thing. Oh, forty nine Republicans are for a. Uh, they would. It's like no, it's eleven people in the House, not four. Forty nine uh, people. Do you, let me let me call this up. Helens agree. Yeah, those Helens actually. I tried to pull the toolbar up on the wrong screen. That's not um. Hey, Ellen's in the chat room, but not not the Ellen that's asleep upstairs. The other Ellen, the one that oh. goes by best Ellen ever. 
Um, which I will, I, I still argue with her about that. Um, <laughs> so this, this headline, 49 Republicans who say shutting down the government over Obamacare is a big mistake. There's 11 House members that are Republican that say it was a mistake. And then none of these other fucking people matter because the senators, they don't matter because, sure. because, um, that it, it, they have no say over this. The governors, Republican governors. Okay, great. Old school conservatives right. and pundits. Who gives a shit? It's like, like I read that and I'm like, is my name in there? What the fuck? Because <laughs> like my opinion matters. Fuck all. Like Bill O'Reilly, Carl Rove, Matt Lewis, Charles Krauthammer, which I swear to God is the most racist name against Germans I've ever seen. <laughs> um, but it's it's the eleven, it's the eleven House members, and there's not even enough of them to make a fucking difference. Ted Cruz is a disgrace to politics. Why are people talking about him for the presidency? He can't run. He can't you know why? Be elected. No, he can actually. How can he? Uh, his mother is a United States citizen. So if John McCain could run, being born in Panama, and uh, Obama could run, being born in Kenya, then he no, he actually can. I I read about um um the citizenship test for, um, you know, presidential candidates, and if your mother. If if one or both of your parents are United States citizens, it doesn't matter where you're born. Actually, yeah. it's he he actually. <clears throat> so really, the test is uh, how's your mother? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say hi to your hi. mother for me. Um, it's bas- he's basically Obama. Basically, his father fought with um, Castro in Cuba. His father's uh, Cuban. He fought with the communists, and they claimed that he didn't know that Castro was a communist at the time. Like that fucking matters, right? No, who cares? It's his father. I don't. I don't care. It's like, oh, Obama has a brother, and he's on welfare. I don't give a shit. That just means that he's not nice to his fucking brother, Billy Beer. Maybe his brother's a piece of shit. Um, but the mother was born in the United States. She's a natural. A natural born citizen. So even though he was born in Calgary or wherever in Canada, um, he's technically a U.S. citizen. As much as you know, we don't yeah, like but it. But he grew up on Degrassi. But Ugh. he's. But here's here's the problem. Here's why no one is going to give him shit because he was born in Canada, and he's white. Well, yeah. He'll lose. He will absolutely yes, he will. lose. He's the flavor of the week. Yeah. Not even a flavor. He's the noise of the week. But people are like, oh, how come with Wendy Davis, everybody was calling her a hero, but Ted Cruz is an asshole? Well, because he's trying Cause to say that people asshole. don't deserve health care. That's he's an asshole. Fucking, we've spent enough time on this. But um, some of the other points that the Bing Bong in your feed was bringing up was, uh, oh, well, Wick has been shut off. It's like, well, talk to Boehner about that. I, You know? Thirty-five thousand people from the Department of Homeland Security have been have been laid off. Uh, if we're attacked, it's the Republicans' fault. Yeah, and there were two suspicious packages found in a in an airport in um, the Mid Atlantic states. I forget Kentucky. I'm not even sure, uh, but one of them had explosive style stuff in it. So uh, yeah, they seized on that opportunity immediately. I'm waiting for yep. shit to blow up left and right. But you know what, though, even even terrorism at this point isn't going to save this country. Like an armed, 
like takeover is not going to do it. It's funny. I was driving into work thinking this today that uh, Osama bin Laden's plan was to economically, I know I said that word weird, uh, destroy, basically destroy the U.S. economy. That was his act of terrorism, right? And uh, the Republicans are basically doing that right now because uh, we're going to have to pay these people for the time that they're off and these start up and shut down costs and there are contracts for that that are paid out from you know federal agencies to private contractors yeah. that stuff's not happening um and then yeah, if no, we don't if, if there is no resolution before the debt ceiling limit gets hit then uh social security checks once the treasury runs out of money that that's it they don't have the state. They're not printing more money at this point. Right. Um, Social Security checks will stop going out. Welfare checks will stop going out. And people will stop spending money. And then um, you better stock up on fucking gasoline, water, and boards with nails in them. Because, yeah. uh, oh, and a leather jacket, a dog, and a fast car. Because it's Mad Max territory now, people. I got to get a dingo. Get a half dingo, half dog. A dongo? A dongo. <laughs> a, a dong. <laughs> oh, what if you get two? <laughs> anyway, we're going to let you guys sit on that word so, double dong for a moment, and we're going to move on to... I don't know. I, I saw Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, too. Yeah, what'd you think? That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't see it in 3D, uh, but we picked the girls up from school, and we went right over there, and... um yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Cool. I saw um, Don John. I don't know if I'm interested in that really because good. I hate the accent that Scarlett Johansson's got going. It's on good. You that. know what though? It's it's good. It, it's good. I hate it though. Yeah, it's good. It was a good movie. Good for Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm. Yes, very 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 happy for him. You know, wrote. You know, he wrote it, directed it, acted, mm. and it was really good. It was funny. Yeah, yeah, um, and a lot of the funny comes from how like it was edited and stuff like that. So, uh, and sound and and things like that. So yeah, um, yeah. So oh, um, so uh, on the PlayStation Network, there was a trailer for Pacific Rim. This movie I'd never heard of. <laughs> no, but it said after the preview, um, watch the first ten minutes. Okay, <laughs> I'll do that. The the uh, Blu-ray DVD stuff's not coming out until the fifteenth, uh, but I want to watch it with the girls because like they've seen the robots. We've looked at the books. Yeah, you know, replacing his broken parts right. over there was like they were like, "Did you get the new arm yet?" I'm like, "No, not yet." And, and so, um, it starts up. And you, you, you did you see it? Pacific Rim? Yeah, I can't remember if you saw yeah. it. Okay, so it's got the whole, this is what's happened kind yeah. of thing. There's enough monsters going on, the robots, like, and, and Nova held my hand, because mm-hmm. like, she knows that I really liked it and all that, so it's a moment. And um, she loves it when they when they do the, the arm thing, when they, yeah. they calibrate the robot and everything, and just as Knifehead comes up out of the ocean, like, it's like, watch the, the you because you can get it now through the PlayStation Network if you buy it for nineteen ninety nine for download. Um, and I'm like, you guys want to watch that later? Ripley pulled out a pillow. She had it laying. She was all set and watching. So two weeks from now, we'll be watching that, which is good because nice. I was hoping they'd be interested. And then when they introduce the girl, um, Mako, that'll really pull yeah. them in because 
But like they start off in the if anybody that hasn't seen it, like the pilots go into the room and you find out that it's the head of the robot and it does the whole anime drop down the big shoot thing and Ripley's like, That's the head <laughs> She's like, I wonder if anybody's in the butt <laughs> <laughs> Like you are my daughter. That's yes. <sighs> so 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 um Agents of Shield. No okay. All right, yeah, we'll do the uh, the school stuff in the next segment, huh? Okay. Okay, so a uh, little spoilery. We're going to want to go a little, little spoilery. A little spoilery. I am really, really impressed to see that they, they've extended the extremist storyline. Yes, that, that, was, was, really that was really nice. cool. That's yeah. great. Because it should. that's a villain that S.H.I.E.L.D., that, that's their level right there. The the the, the drones, the, the little yeah. the warrior guys, That's that works. And it doesn't. Ooh, ha- it did. It didn't have to be Power Man in the beginning. It didn't have to be any 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 famous right. no, villain a, or anything. Um, one thing I did not like the, the straight guy. What the the normal nope uh, dude that was like the Hellboy guy. Yeah, remember there, there was that one guy. Right. He was that that was almost the same dude from Hellboy. But what what what? Go ahead. One thing that bugged me a little bit. Yeah. Lola. Okay, why? At the end? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, and I want to explain why. Not only because it was a little hokey, okay? But here's Colson, okay? So it seems. Um, there's Colson, yeah. okay? He lives in a very fast-paced, high-tech, high, high Mm-hmm. Super high tech world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alien technology. Yep. It's, other dimensions. it's like really, yeah. really cutting edge. Everything is right. cutting edge. Um, everyone he works with, all, all of that. He lives in a very high tech world, very digital world. All right. Yeah. And I liked even in even in the Avengers. Mm. That one of his passions was like old trading cards. Yeah, he kind of like he lives America. in two different eras. exactly yeah. that. So that he was comfortable in a nostalgic kind of analog world. Mm. All right, and that's why when I saw the trailer for this show, and he gets out of Lola and he goes, "Don't touch Lola." Right, I'm like, "Oh, that's that's kind of cool." Mm. That here he is surrounded by all this high tech and all that kind of stuff, and he lives that right that. He still has this passion for things that are old and appreciates those things mm-hmm. and and, the, and that sort of thing. So it sort of keeps him almost sort of grounded, yeah, a little bit. So the fact that you know, and again, this is going to be a little spoilerish, kids. Um, Lola just turns up wheels and flies away. That was, I thought, it's like it's a little. See, I, I can take it. It's I a can little take that cheeky, as, but that. That is, I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, devil's advocate way man. too deep into this. Okay, uh, same technology that holds the helicarrier up mm-hmm. makes Lola fly. Yeah. So there's the future tech and the old non-computerized car, and that's his that's his bridge point between the two, where he can feel like he's got something old. But he needs something that that would be like super maneuverable and able to get away from well, we'll say Chitari, you know, warriors flying through the air. 
No, see, because I don't think that that's one of those things that he would bring into a combat. Situation. No, but you know, he he. I know you you know that he's the kind of person that like is ready for it whenever it happens. Now let's talk about what he is. I have an idea. Okay, I think the groundwork was laid in. Was it Iron Man two or three, or the Avengers? No, it was the Avengers. Iron Man hooks up the thing. He, they're off the grid. It's a green, you know, Avengers Tower, self-sufficient mm-hmm. arc reactor thing. And uh, Coulson rings through to Pepper's phone or, or Tony's phone. And he says, you've reached Tony Stark's life decoy model. <laughs> okay, what is that? I think that's what Coulson is. Um, I think that Coulson is clone of some sort. He definitely died. Yeah, um, but I think that the you're reading too much into the Tony Stark line. I think it was just Tony. Stark. I don't Stark. know, but that's the thing. I like, just think that Tony Stark was just being Tony Stark, going, you know. But look, it's look like Archer where, and his look, voicemail machines. But look where Coulson has gone. He went from a throwaway character to like ground Tony a little bit in the real world in the first Iron Man to. The voice in in, in a Spider Man yeah, cartoon, but, but, star of the show. That's he's fine. In every but, but you movie. know what though? But for them to build his storyline off of a little throwaway Tony Stark line, I don't know. I don't buy it. Why not? Because I, it just sounds. Tony like can a Tony can build Tony a, autonomous line. Iron Man suits. That's fine. I'm which, not doubting which that the should technology... not make any sense because right. there's no motors or servos that would be strong enough to move it on its own. It's got to have that little bit of human muscle power behind it. Right. He built whatever. So yeah, he didn't so. build suits. He built robots. So, um, but I think that the Colson thing is is we'll, separate we'll see. than that. We'll see. No, I'll give you props if it is. I just don't think it is. See now, now for me, the biggest question is: Is Ultron? going to come from Jarvis or the arm that Tony has been berating for three movies, four movies even. I don't know. That's that's what I'm I'm wondering about. I need a tissue. I'll be right back. Okay. Wait, I thought I had some here. No, I don't. So, hey, why don't we uh why don't we why don't you give me one second. I'll get some music up here and we'll take a break. So, uh, I'm not sitting here going, eh, so this uh, happened." <laughs> um, what kind of music are you do you want here? Uh, Surfish. I don't know if I have surf music. Jesus Christ. Let me see what I have here as soon as everything loads up. Uh, uh, you can pee, but do it. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, why don't we do this Halloween one since Halloween's coming up? We'll be right back.
I walked out of work today. I had my jacket on and everything. I walked out of work. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it like somebody. Today. It's like somebody left the oven on and mm. like only shut it off two hours ago. It's still still got a warm out. Yeah, very surprised. Global warming. So let's talk about that douchebag kid, Tony. Oh I yeah, am, what's going? I on am with still him? hearing about this little twat every day. All right. Um, we had the parent-teacher orientation. The little meet-and-greet thing. Yes, where um, the principal says a bunch of stuff. They introduce some people. They introduce all the teachers. One male teacher for the in, in the entire school. All girls. Yeah. Here's the other thing. They're all young girls, too. Yes, like, they are. And I turned to Ellen and I said, where the fuck were these teachers when I was in school? And the, the answer to that is not born yet. Because <laughs> they're younger, but um, we had we had we had teachers that were beach balls with heads, or um, I I don't know. You remember the librarian ghost from Ghostbusters? Yeah, that one. Yeah, we had no hot teachers in my elementary school. No, me either. So. I don't think I had a hot teacher until the eighth grade. She was really hot. And if you're still listening, Suzanne. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she is. She might actually be dead. That that is yeah. That that's, no, uh, she wouldn't be. She was young. She was. She used to. <laughs> so anyway. she's not dead just because she was young. <laughs> she used to wear a red velour, not velour, like corduroy. Was she Zap Brannigan suit. Oh, she was fucking awesome. This. Bodysuit. She was so hot. Hmm. So anyway, so we uh, they did the whole talk thing in the beginning. I'm yawning, thinking about. We got in the classroom, and there are a couple people that seemed like, like, confident, calm, relaxed. Mm-hmm. You know, just just okay being there. And there was there was one dude. He had this worried look on his face the whole time, like he was having a hard time understanding what the kindergarten teacher was saying. Um, the two people in front of us, um, just the, everybody kind of just looked nervous, and there were like four people that were like, "Yeah, whatever." Those people who are ah, whatever. Yeah. Well, like me, like I like a teacher saying, "Oh, so then we have, you know, uh, that then then we go to recess." And it's like, "Oh, okay," just like that. Just yeah. all right. Um, I checked through the list, and um, his parents weren't there, which is fine because there were two. There were two sessions. Um, I told Ellen she should go to one, and I should go to the other just so we can see and take we take pictures. Yeah. I just want to see what his parents look like. Um, so they weren't there, so she talked about him actually, without saying his name. Oh, really? Said that um, many of you or all of you have probably heard that we uh, are having some. The behavior problems with a student, and she was she was better about it yeah. than, than I'm going to be. But she said, um, "My it's that fucking kid who sits right there, that little yeah. fucking kid, makes me drink." <laughs> she does look frazzled at the end of a day, and she's 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 nice. She's she, she seems like she's got her act together. But there's some days where you know it's like you want to yeah. get home and know, what did he do today? <laughs> so she said, "You know, want to let you know that we're doing everything we can because everybody has to follow the same rules." Blah blah blah. blah. So. Um, we hung around after and um, just 
you know, looked at the artwork on the wall, right. you know, seeing if she'd say something to us once all the other parents walked away. And she did. She said, thank you, thank you, thank you for writing in. Um, and I I had said, I said at that point, um, I said, I want you to know that I sat at the computer for like 20 minutes with those two sentences <laughs> um, because I didn't know if this was enough to actually say something about. I said, but what ultimately pushed me past the point of, oh, well, we'll let it go a little more. Is And I was totally honest with her. I said, I don't want the girls to have their school years be like mine. <laughs> and she totally understood where, where I was coming from. And she said, you know, uh, no, absolutely, if anything bothers them enough. <laughs> you look like you had a rough time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fact nice. that I was drunk at the time. No, no, but she, <laughs> she, she knew what I meant. Um, but she said that notes from the parents always yeah. get more done. But you want to hear the... Uh, this, is, this is what we got back from her. Nice. It's a, it's a card. See? It's a tiger. Rawr. And, uh, it's dated, which Gayest is good. Thing you've ever done. No, no, rar <laughs> would have been. Um, it says, "Dear Mister and Mrs. Brittlemeyer," which is really funny to see that right now. Right? Uh, thank you for your note. We are working hard to teach everyone in our class to be respectful and work together as a team. I have to read this ahead yeah. to make sure. I am working closely with support personnel to address such issues in the most effective manner. I spoke to Nova and Ripley and told them that they can come to me anytime something is bothering them. Thank you for your patience. Sincerely, their teacher. It's written oh. too because she wrote their teacher. Yeah. No. <laughs> but it was it was a handwritten note on a card. Yeah. So Teachers do that. They usually pretty good about that stuff. No, but that to me, like like like, says that like this is serious. They're taking it serious. Oh, yeah. So. That's good. And the bus. Remember the bus? The fucking bus issue where no one understands what the fuck we want to do? Yeah. We got their bus passes today. Good. Fucking Christ. Oh, can I brag a little bit? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, MCAS results came yeah. in for my kids. Yeah. Um, Cole, huge jump. Huge jump in his language arts stuff. Really? Very proud of him. Matthew's usually very, very solid. Mm. He had a huge jump. Very proud of him. Nice. Um, and Olivia was, as always, fine. Yeah. Um, Lily, um, in within the whole MCAS, like the whole test. Right. Like the writing stuff and the math stuff, everything, mm. she got four wrong. Wow. Yeah. She there was like nice. like several subsections that she got totally correct and even some of the things that she got quote unquote wrong were just like partially wrong, you know. Three, oh, okay. 3 out of 4, 2 out of 4. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she kicked the MCAS's ass. <laughs> nice. So Nice. Which is fucking phenomenal. Like her her, her teacher from last year was just blown like she knows how how bright and how hard how bright Lily is and how hard she works and Good. then to hear that was just amazing. Um, also, hey, speaking of my kids, I wanted to thank. Um, excuse me, listener <laughs> Will, who um, excuse me, I thought you you cool. forgot halfway through. <laughs> no, uh, no, he noticed a um, one of the um, the Disney Infinity characters. Something's going to be happening with um, Jack from um, oh. 
Nightmare Before. Is he coming Christmas. out? Are He's going to come out just for October and then be gone. So really, yeah. So it was nice to get that little note and say, "Hey, thanks." Oh, so thank I may you pick again. him up. How much are the figures? Uh, forty bucks, baby. Hmm. If you see one, let me know. Okay. I mean, I think he actually Cole, knowing Cole, he probably already has it pre-ordered. <laughs> He's got this weird way. I don't know how the fuck he does it. He is like spent. His birthday money from August, like five times over. <laughs> That's sorry. awesome. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm flipping through Facebook just to find something interesting to talk about, and there's a picture which I cannot do justice to, uh, and it's uh, John Candy from the end of uh, can Vacation. I, can I try to do the voice? Sure. And he's got his hand up, and he's doing this and with the big security guard thing. Sorry, folks. Mark is close. Who South Front should have told you. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Thank you. And I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. So <laughs> One of my favorite parts of that whole movie is when he punches the moose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So um, what else did I want to talk that, about? That would be a shame if it was no longer available after Christmas. Yeah. Well... Let me know how long that thing's going to be available because I put the game on the on the girls' wish list. Oh, you did. Yeah, because they they play it. They, they play with the little things every year, every yeah, every year, did. every time, every every time we go in the store. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Mm. <sighs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a long week. Just you know, stuff with my personal life and. Mm. Uh, so that's kind of crazy. Um, yes. yeah, politicians are assholes. That, uh, that's about it. Uh, Valencia here on, on our, on our group says there was a woman who came to pick up something at my workplace. So she was making small talk with one of my coworkers. The guest mentioned to my coworker about the shutdown, about how she had no clue that it happened. I didn't really say anything, but my mind was like, say what? I don't expect people to watch everything in the news, but I thought maybe you should have heard about this. We are on day two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I got a friend who's out at the Grand Canyon. Yeah? Yeah. Well, they got some time off now. Yep. All right, here's the um, from Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Uh, it says 6 and 1 Obamacare versus the Affordable Care Act. Right. So hopefully this is some good audio here. And not it too is. Loud. It's great. Have you seen this? No. Shutdowns have happened before. Yeah, the last one was in 1996. That's really but quiet. The debate on this one Hold is on. particularly heated because people have such strong opinions about Obamacare. Interestingly, the polls show that most Americans say they they don't like Obamacare, but they love what's in it when it all gets broken down. It's like it's like the opposite of a McNugget. <laughs> so, it's interesting. And when there are complicated issues to study, most people just side with whoever they usually side with. So I decided right. to conduct an experiment today. We sent a camera crew out on the Hollywood Boulevard to ask people which they thought was better, the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. Now, as you may know, Obamacare is just a nickname for the Affordable Care Act. They're the same thing. I like how he had but to tell people that. Lo and yeah. behold, we found people who did not know that, <laughs> and that didn't stop them from weighing in on it. Awesome. It is, and really, how do they get these people uh, to sign a thing that says, which hey, yeah, plan do you support? Kind of video Obamacare that or the Affordable Care Act? The Affordable Care Act. And what is it about Obamacare that you do not like? Um, 
I just think that there's a lot of holes in it, and it needs to be revamped. I think it's and you think it hasn't the affordable, been thought out. You think the Affordable Care Act is a better plan than Obamacare? Better, but I'm not happy with that either. What do you agree with, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act? Uh, I'm more sort towards the Affordable Care Act, um, but I'm, all, I'm also there, very sympathetic for people that don't have the ability to uh, have proper medical insurance. So the Affordable Health Care Act is still a better option than yes. Obamacare? Yes. And why do you not agree with the Affordable Care Act? Well, I think it's, it's more, it's, it's not really available for, for all. So the Affordable Care Act is more affordable than Obamacare? It, just the name says it all. Right. You would agree with the Affordable Care Act? Absolutely. I, you know, I think it's nice that everyone can afford it, and everyone should be able to afford it, but to force people to pay something and then doctors to make something, limiting their ability to do their jobs, that's kind of anti-American. Right. So Obamacare is un-American? I think it's kind of un-American to force people. What if they can't afford it? What if they want more coverage? And the Affordable Care Act is American. I think it's more American because it allows people to make their own choices on what they want and who they want to work with. Do you agree with the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare? The Affordable. And why Tell do you me they find the Affordable one Care person. Act over Obamacare? I, I just don't agree the with the whole Obamacare policy thing that's going on. I just don't agree with it. And do you believe that an informed citizenry is essential to a democracy? Yes. <laughs> so you disagree with Obamacare? Yes, I do. Do you think insurance companies should be able to exclude people with pre-existing conditions? No. Do you agree that young people should be able to stay on their parents' plans until they are 26? They should be able to, yes. Do you agree that companies with 50 or more employees should provide health care? I do. And so by that logic, you would be for the Affordable Care Act? Yes. What plan do you support, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act? The Affordable Care Act. And why do you support that over Obamacare? I do not like Obamacare. I don't like anything that has to be forced for everybody to buy. This is not good. Do you think Obamacare is socialist? Yes, I do. Do you think the Affordable Care Act is socialist? No. Do you hate black people? Do you know that Obamacare will eventually lead to gun prohibition? Yes. Do you know that Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act are the same thing? No, they're not. Thanks, you made me look stupid. No. <laughs> That's what we know, sweetie. Okay, you did good. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, look. And you know what's hilarious? Like, oh, look at that. She's in the fucking Welcome audience. Welcome, stupid people. <laughs> you have a home here with me. Yeah, you know what, though? It's just like, and that right there, that, yeah. not, not even, not, yeah. just the last 10 seconds of that. Okay, yeah. is a bigger problem than anything that the government's doing now. What that she was that she was sitting in the audience laughing at herself being an idiot. Yeah, the yeah. celebration and the okay <laughs> with it yeah. aspect of stupidity. You fucking woman, you should be hiding under a bed, embarrassed. You ridiculous asshole. All right, and then the fact that because you know she had to sign a release. Yeah. That says, yes, I'm I'm okay with you putting up a video that shows me being a dumb fucking asshole. <laughs> fucking goddamn, but I'm going to get on TV. And that's going to be fun. I'm going to be on the television. I'm going to be in the I can wave to myself on the television. <laughs> fucking ignorant uh, bitches. Yeah. You know what, though? You know what, though? All of those people uh, should be denied health care and be given a pre-existing condition. Uh, they should all be injected with AIDS. 
fucking, that's what they should do. Hey, if you answer this question, we're going to give you health care. All right. And in one, it, it's a, it's nothing. It's just a placebo <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. And if they say, oh, yeah, no, they're different, then they get AIDS and die. <laughs> and then they'll want fucking free health care, won't they? Mm. Stupid motherfuckers. I am so irritated <sighs> right now. <laughs> fucking assholes. But that's how everything always is. You know, didn't we watch something a while ago, a long while ago, where it was, um, you know, there's is Obama secret Muslim. Um, what do you think of the stuff uh, Reverend Wright said in his yeah, church? Exactly. It's like, oh, come on. But that's the problem is people are fucking ignorant. Well, that's what I was getting at earlier with all of these dumbasses that now think they understand what's going on. What's going on is basically uh, money being dumped into partisan politics, and this is this is not helping the divide between normal people. These people, the fucking King Oompa Loompa doesn't give a shit about you know whether he's friends with people. I'm sure he talks to people because he looks like a big lush, like his nose about? is Boehner. Um, I'm sure that he goes out and has drinks with his colleagues and party lines don't matter at that point. No, but to people like like us, to people like us, it's politics is kind of like sports. Like, like the, the Raiders can play whoever the fuck they play. And afterwards, even if they get into a fight and beat each other into the ground, they will still like be respectful to a certain degree no, to each other. Do you know other. what Congress should be like? It should be like that cartoon where the coyote comes and he and the dog punch into work. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah. hey, George. That's exactly hey, Ralph, what I'm getting are you doing? At? All yeah. right, I'm going to try and steal the sheep. All right, man, I'm going to stop you, man. They should be like fucking De Niro and Pacino in mm. heat. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm on. Gonna get you. It's the heat, yeah. you know. And then you go out and you have a beer, and you don't fuck each other's wives or sons or whatever. But the problem is, is that their division, their public, you know, public face, and what they say creates a divide between people like us, normal people, and we take this shit right. personally. But they don't give a shit. To them, uh, denying. Uh, birth control. That's just that's just a a talking point. That's just a line item on a checklist of shit that well, they got to get through. In the news, because I guarantee you, right, with all this other bullshit going on, if you spend a little time looking and digging, mm. all right, let's look at what stuff has passed. Let's look at what stuff mm. has happened. Okay, there's a website let's look for at, that. Yeah, let's let's look at you know you what's to, Monsanto doing. Woman, woman, woman to call up my favorite website. What's it called? What's really happening? dot com. No, it's called what the fuck has Obama done? dot com. Seriously, huh. that's the name of the website. You know, I'd like to know how many of those they came up with that were already <laughs> taken. <laughs> Oh, Who's the administrator? Michelle Obama. It's taken a little while to load. Um, yeah, it's a load up. Because <laughs> everybody else, everybody else, what the fuck has he done? Uh, so we'll keep that up there for a... I have suddenly gotten very tired. I've been up since <laughs> have you? I got up at four this morning. That's pretty. That's pretty early. 
Oh, what the fuck has Obama done so far? Okay. So the first one that pops up, because it's randomly generated facts, uh, sign New START Treaty Nuclear Arms Reduction Pact with Russia. Okay. First president to endorse same-sex marriage equality. Okay. The button underneath says, big fucking deal, what else? Uh, Sign the Lil... Oh, fucking, really? Let me drink, I have a bottle of wine and say this. Signed the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act, restoring basic protections against pay discrimination for women and all other workers. Sounds good. Provided travel expenses to families of fallen soldiers to be on hand when the body arrives at Dover Air Force Base. Okay. Reverse the policy of barring media coverage during the return of fallen soldiers to Dover Air Force Base. Launched recovery.gov to track spending from the Recovery Act, providing transparency and allowing the public to report fraud, waste, or abuse. Sounds good. Provided the Department of Veterans Affairs with more than $1.4 billion to improve services to America's veterans. That sounds kind of this important. This is a very pro-Obama site. <laughs> Sign the Children's Health Insurance Reauthorization Act, which provides health care to 11 million kids, 4 million of whom were previously uninsured. Name them. Joey, Freddie, Shaggy, <laughs> Velma. Issued executive... <laughs> Not Daphne. Sorry, you're too dumb to be covered. That's a pre-existing condition. <laughs> Just wait six years. Issued executive order to repeal Bush era restrictions on federal funding for embryonic stem you cell gets research. Me, I don't like that phrase, the Bush era. It was like, oh, that time. The, the Bush, Bush era, era, that's the 70s in porn. That's seriously... But it's like one of those... That was clever, and you just glossed no, right good. over that. I gloss over the, the bushy pussy, I guess. <laughs> but it, there's a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of bad shit going on, too. I don't know. I <sighs> doesn't matter, because it's all bullshit. As long it's as it's all bad for you. It's all bad for you. I don't know. What else we got? Um... How about this? Hey, did you hear there are two casting things about uh, for Star Wars that I heard about? Yeah, I'm not paying which any did attention you, which to that. Which two did you hear? I don't know. I've read I like heard six of them. Daniel Day-Lewis and uh, somebody else. I can't see him doing that. Can you? It's the end of his career? I don't know. J.J. Abrams knows that he has a lens flare problem. Oh, good. Fucking fix it. Just don't do it, man. <laughs> it was the joke that everyone was making once Abrams signed on to Star Wars. There's going to be so many lens flares on the Millennium Falcon. It was all very clever on everyone's part. <laughs> but there are two things you should know about J.J. Abrams. One, the man obviously loves lens flares. Two, he's pretty self-aware. All right. In a recent interview with Crave Online via io9, Abrams revealed that he also noticed the overuse of the aesthetic in Star Trek Into Darkness. Uh, He says, I know I get a lot of grief for that, but I'll tell you, there are times when I'm working on a shot and I think, oh, this would be really cool with a lens flare. But I know it's too much and I apologize. He said he apologized. It's like Zack Snyder in slow motion. Yeah. 300 really played at normal speed. 300, 20, 300 times slower than 20, normal. 20 minutes, 20 minutes tops. Yeah. I'm so aware now. I was showing my wife an early cut of Into Darkness and there was this one scene where she was literally like, I just can't see what's going on. I don't understand what that is. 
And I was like, yeah, I went too nuts on this. Um, <laughs> well, if you're going to go, go too nuts. This is how stupid it was. I actually had to use ILM to remove lens flare in a couple of shots, which I know is moronic. But I think admitting you're an addict is the first step toward recovery. Now, here's I, the at thing. At least he's being jokey. You know, he's yeah. being cool about it. Here's the thing. Instead like, of him in, just going out and saying, all right, motherfuckers, just calm down. Yeah, you want lens flares? You've got lens flares. Here's the thing, the, the way I, I see it. In, uh, what was it? Uh, the one with the eight. Super eight, right? He directed that, mm-hmm. didn't he? In Super eight, he was trying to evoke that Spielberg look yeah. that like you had with Indiana Jones and, and stuff. E. Where you get one every now and then and he really likes it that's fine star trek totally over the top i mean obviously but in star wars there are no maybe one per movie lens flares but lens flares are accidents right that's the thing like you have to shine a light at the fucking camera it's an accident right and in a way it makes things like the starships seem a little bit more quote unquote real. It could, you know, it could, but but it, it sounds like in here he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah all right, you got yeah. okay, you well, know, it's like someone calling me on saying motherfucker too many uh, times. Yeah, but here's the thing, like fuckers, you have to if he's gonna make seven and somebody or an eight and nine or somebody else is gonna make eight and nine, you have to make them look like the other ones. That means, you know, same type of camera movements, shot setups, composition, you know, having all the actors on the right-hand side, bad guy, good guys move right to left, bad guys move left to right. Watch the the Clone Clone War fight at the end of uh, Attack of the Clones. Everybody's moving and, you know, so you can keep track of it. Everybody's kung fu fighting. Yeah, they they were fast as lightning. Yeah. Just a little bit frightening. (laughs) But they fought with expert time. (laughs) Um... But he has to he, he has to make it look. This is the second week in a row we did that, I know, isn't it? Right. Um, but it has to look the same. It has to fit in line with those other six. And I know people are like fuck the prequels, but at least they look Tatooine yeah. look the same. You know, it's it's even even there, there was some shots even of Coruscant that like you could have like mistaken for you know a shot on Bespin, yeah. for instance. And, and I'll tell I'm I'm not worried about jj abrams no i'm worried about the script i'm i'm a little worried about the like not even the script itself but what the story is oh that's what i meant you know like yeah who who's gonna be in it what's the storyline i don't want because i mean we've had bad star wars scripts but the story itself has been okay i don't i don't want i don't want anything from the books I want something new. I want the new movies. This is going to sound mean to kill the books. Yeah. Well, that's what Clone Wars did. Yeah. There was a Karen Travis. I think her name was. She was writing a series of uh, books about the clones. And they, they, she's like, I they, they, they fired her because the Clone Wars stomped all yeah. over it. The people that were reading her series were pissed, but it's like, hey, oh, this is, this is how it works. Get that other comic book. When will that come out? Uh, it should be... Um, Next week or this yeah. week. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Really? Yeah, the other one was on the 4th, wasn't it? September 4th. So it's the first week of um, September. October. I don't know. October. Right. Um, let's, see who, let's see who's in the chat here. Uh, no, everybody else took off. Scott's there. Hi, Scott. Hey, Scott. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going to 
be uh, at Rock and Shock. You just got to let me know the date. So oh, are you? Yeah, I'm going to come at least like oh, nice. for one day. Nice. So um, I'd like to meet this Reverend Scott. <laughs> I I don't want to see a Sith. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I'd like to see something else. Night Sisters would be nice. They're kind of Sith-ish, but they're not Sith. Um, I've been coming across a lot of like fan art yeah. and costume play. Some of it kind of sexy, mm. uh, but still some of it really kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I want something unexpected out of this, honestly. Somebody said that the opening shot should be... Um, and it's kind of a neat shot, but I don't I don't want to see it now because somebody else thought it up, and it, I know what it, it looks like. It should be uh, one of the uh, Carillion Corvettes flying overhead, and then like six more all towing a busted up Star Destroyer. Like, all right, that'd be kind of cool, but now I don't want to see it because <laughs> it's it it didn't surprise me in the movie. Like, I'm gonna have a real hard time. Like, I'll watch the first trailer, but with like Sith. Because we had, you know, wide internet access in 2005 at that point. Right. Um, I tried to stay away from as much as I could. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it really is. But I I mean, I flip through and I see a picture of an actor and I'm like, oh, so-and-so auditioned for... I'm like, I don't care. I don't fucking care. Who was the other one? There was someone else that I saw today. I had, I had an article that I wanted to call up and um, I think I totally... <sighs> How LucasArts fell apart, that's not what it is. I'm getting sleepy. Shit. Uh, I had an article about what we knew 18 months out from Phantom Menace. Hmm, That's interesting. And I thought that would be kind of neat. Let me see if I can find it. What we knew. Oh, look at that first hit. (laughs) All I typed in was uh, what we knew 18 months. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, what we knew 18 months before episode 1 compared to episode 7. Because we were talking about this. And I'm glad somebody else did the work for me. Um, oh, it's it's a lot less. I guess it was a bigger font on the other side. Uh, let's see. Uh, what website am I on? JediNews.co.uk um, Let's see. We are roughly 18 months away before we get to see the first of the new Star Wars trilogy hit the big screen. With the lack of official news on Star Wars 7 coming our way, I thought it would be interesting to compare what we knew at around the same time in October 1997 on Episode 1, roughly 18 months before its release. Uh, This is from the official Star Wars magazine from February 97 to November of 97. Um, And then he, he writes, As with 2013, the rumors in 1997 on the upcoming Star Wars movies were ridiculous and mostly made up. Some of the rumors that were doing the rounds at the time were... Episode 1 was to be completely CGI. Pretty close. The name of the movie was to be called Fall of the Republic. The movie will only consist of four actors. The rest will be computer generated. Alec Guinness' performances as young Obi-Wan will comprise will be comprised uh, out of outtakes from 1950s Ealing comedies. That's kind of a weird one, huh? Kenneth Branagh has signed. Macaulay Culkin is in talks. There will be no sets. And I remember this one. Charlton Heston will play Yoda. What? Yeah. That was a, no. that was a real rumor. Yeah. So um, let me go to the actual site that it came from because I think there's more to it. Um, oh, yeah. There's definitely more. Uh, let's see. 
Mm-mm-mm. January to July of '97. Um, this is this is the production work. Leavesden Studios in Watford prepared for the filming of episode one. Set construction gets underway. So, um, that would have been nine months ago. This would have had to have started set construction. Uh, the story will take place forty years before A New Hope. George Lucas will direct the first film and write the three scripts. Uh, storyboards at Skywalker Ranch and vehicle character designs are well underway. Uh, 3,000 actors have been interviewed for the two lead roles. McGregor in an interview with Entertainment Weekly more or less confirms he will be in episode one saying, what I've been told to say is we're in negotiations, but the truth is I want to do it, and they want me to do it, so I'm doing it. Shooting started on June 26th. So, basically what we get out of this is they had a finished script or at least enough to start shooting with. And the time frame, they would have had to have started three months ago. Right? Ah, oh, Frank's asleep. Wake up. Oh my God, <laughs> I just had to close my eyes one second. I'm wicked sorry, guys. <laughs> I am wicked sorry. All I, right. I have no idea what happened. I totally crashed. I am so, 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 so <laughs> That's sorry. Fine. That's fine. Let's fuck. Let's keep moving. Uh, August to November 97, no title for episode one had been released. So that's that's no yeah. different. Um, let's see. Frank Oz will be playing Yoda. The character will not be fully CG as once thought. Uh, Lucas asked Spielberg if he would direct it. He said no. Uh, 18, so the, here's the end of it. It says, uh, so there we have it. 18 months before episode one was out in the cinemas where you already knew the cast, the name of some of the characters, and filming was well underway. Shoot forward to 2013. We don't know any of the cast members' characters, and shooting is yet to begin. Disney, Lucasfilm, and Abrams have a very busy year ahead. It does highlight the lack of official news we know on episode seven compared to episode one. And J.J. Abrams' track record of keeping secrets of the movies he works on seems to be maintained. Here's the thing. I I don't think they've done shit yet. Do you think they have a script? Okay, I think we should just end the show. Dude, I am wicked sorry. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) I am sorry. That's okay. You're you're too tired to do this, so we will... Everyone, um, I am really sorry. Where's the chat room? They're probably yelling at me. No, nobody's there. Guys, I'm um, sorry. Reverend Scott sent you a ringtone. Oh, cool. Can you send it to me? Hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I'll forward that over to you. Um, I, am, I, got, I am really sorry. I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning. No, no, no I just, that's fine. I'm that's really fine. Sorry. I am totally cool with oh, going to God. sleep. I am so, sorry. Uh, we have to do this. We have no other feedback, but there is this. Not much else going on, really. Oh, there was a stabbing at Salem State today. Yeah, how many that? how many people got stabbed? One. That's it. One that I know of. Yeah. Fuck is wrong with our school. state? One person. Man, can't do right. twenty-two people get stabbed in China from the same dude. Well, you know, everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Were they fast as lightning? Oh shit! Oh fuck! I heard it was a little bit frightening. <laughs> But they all had expert timing. I get <laughs> That's creepy. Why did we do that again? No idea. Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> How you like me now, bitches? I'm sleepy. 
Hey there, Chris and Frank. Take a guess who this is. I I don't know. Well, this is Reverend Scott. Oh, oh it's fuck. that fucking guy. Like, why didn't that's I exactly know that? It's that fucking guy. Yeah. Because that's what it was. It's that fucking guy. Okay, okay, calm down. You knew it was me, <laughs> but I appreciate your enthusiasm. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the next presidential election. Oh, no. Seeing how Obama can't run again, I don't think. It's anybody's game. And I figured I'd discuss a few reasons why I'm the perfect candidate. He's First starting all, already. I'm so totally rich. He He's rich. He must be smart. So I will pay attention to him. Exactly, Chris. I, That's not how that shit works. Okay, scratch that. And I'm not really rich either, so that doesn't work. However, maybe instead of me running against you guys, we should totally team up this time. I keep hoping that you guys will get approached by someone really rich wanting to finance you guys to manage a presidential candidate for the next election. (laughs) We need somebody full of himself but intelligent. Yeah. Well, I got the perfect guy for you. What were we talking about? And we already no have a form idea. to promote myself as a candidate with the podcast and the Facebook page. I just kind of worry that you being part of my campaign would be risky due to some of the things you say and do on the podcast. Like Frank showing off his penis. That's a little. Or when Chris <laughs> is showing off his penis. Look how big that is. Nothing like a six-inch man. Exactly. You really need to chill out on all the nudity and the legal activities, guys. We are the worst people on the face of the really earth. We are terrible. Like we should be in jail ten times Seriously, over. I, uh, I don't remember yeah. any of this. At least you're not killing people. Well, we're going to kill people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, guys. This is important. Oh, we, we need to get more than guys to vote for me. We need to get girls to vote, too. What good are girls? You know? Girls you are know. definitely yucky. Come on, guys. Can you at least just promise to stop talking about your dicks? Remember when you were little? They're three and three quarter inches, right? But when you're three feet tall, (laughs) it's that big in your hand. It's almost like a nostalgia thing. I remember that. I remember this kind of thing. As opposed to now, it feels so tiny. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about dicks. I'm starting to wonder if you guys even know what morality even is. That's a fucking shitty fucking thing. Jesus. Well, I'm going to get going then. You think about what I've said here tonight, and uh, maybe you can straighten up your act a little. And I want everybody else to tune in to Are You Serious next week when Chris thanks me for yet another hilarious Last Ride segment. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> but until then, peace and love, guys. Wow. <laughs> I long at night for lubed up robot penis. Yep. Great. There you go. Definitely took that one. <laughs> I took the robot penis. Are you serious? A <laughs> little bit of movies, a little bit of arguing I, and yelling about stuff, and then really deviant fucking behavior. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that even from? <laughs> oh, I forget the guy's name, but I don't like him. It's Reverend Scott. No. Oh, thank you, Scott. That was good. That was, that was awesome. Was I don't remember half of that guys, shit. Guys, and, and Chris, I really apologize. I got to stop drinking. Falling asleep. I am. No, no, hey. Just fucking. At least I had read. something to read so nobody noticed until I tried to throw it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank. It was just quiet. I looked over and I'm like, okay. That's all right. Uh, the best thing is people will be able know, to. People oh, get I'll to point see it. People get to see you sleeping. Uh, it's like dozing off there. Uh, so let's do this, and uh, you don't have to stay for this whole thing here. Oh, it's just gonna start up, I guess. 
Um, this is all your serious podcast at gmail.com and uh, Facebook, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Instagram and stuff. Inst- Insta Twitter. With things. Insta tit. Titty Twister. Great. The uh, Simpsons Tapped Out game that I play had their big Halloween update. Really? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, watch watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Sleepy Hollow yeah. is kind of fun. And we'll be back next week with... I saw Sleepy Hollow. I saw the first episode of that. Not bad, right? Not bad. Yeah. Bye. My favorite part of being a dad is the movies I get to watch. I love sharing my favorite movies with my kids. And when my daughter was four, we got to watch The Wizard of Oz together. Totally dominated her imagination for months. Her favorite character was Glinda, of course. Gave her a great excuse to wear a sparkly dress and carry a wand. But you know, you watch a movie enough times and you start to realize how unusual it is. Now, we live today and are raising our children in a kind of children's fantasy, spectacular, industrial complex. Um, But The Wizard of Oz stood alone. It it did not start that trend. Uh, Forty years later was when the trend really caught on with, interestingly, another movie that featured a metal guy and a furry guy rescuing a girl by dressing up as the enemy's guards. Do you know what I'm talking about? Now, there's a big difference between these two movies, a couple of really big differences between The Wizard of Oz and all the movies we watch today. One is there's very little violence in The Wizard of Oz. The uh, monkeys are rather aggressive, as are the apple trees. But um, I think if The Wizard of Oz were made today, the wizard would say, Dorothy, you are the savior of Oz that the prophecy foretold. Use your magic slippers to defeat the computer-generated armies of the Wicked Witch. Um, But that's not how it happens. 
Another thing that's really unique about The Wizard of Oz to me is that all of the most heroic and wise and even villainous characters are female. Now, uh, I started to notice this when I actually showed Star Wars to my daughter, uh, which was years later, and, and the situation was different. At that point, I also had a son. Uh, he was only three at the time. He was not invited to the screening. He is too young for that. Uh, but he was a second child, and the level of supervision had plummeted. <laughs> so uh, he wandered in, and um, it, it imprinted on him like uh, Mommy Duck does to its duckling. Is he picking up on the fact that there are only boys in the universe, except for Aunt Baru, and of course this princess, who's really cool, but who kind of waits around through most of the movie so that she can award the hero with a medal and a wink to thank him for saving the universe, which he does uh, by the magic that he was born with. Compare this to 1939 with The Wizard of Oz. How does Dorothy win her movie? By making friends with everybody and being a leader. Like that, that's kind of the world I'd rather raise my kids in. Why is there so much... Force, capital F, force, in the movies we have for our kids, and so little Yellow Brick Road. I know from my own experience that Princess Leia did not provide the adequate context that I could have used in navigating the adult world uh, that is co-ed. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, there was a kind of first kiss moment when I really expected the credits to start rolling, because that's the end of the movie, right? I finished my quest, I got the girl, why are you still standing there? <laughs> the movies are very, very focused on defeating the villain and getting your reward, and there's not a lot of room for other relationships and other journeys. It's almost as though if you're a boy, you are a dopey animal, and if you were a girl, you should bring your warrior costume. I mean, that is... Uh, there are plenty of exceptions, and I, I will defend the Disney princesses in front of any of you. Um, but they do uh, send a message to boys that they are not, the boys are not really the target audience. I mean, they are doing a phenomenal job of teaching girls how to defend against the patriarchy, but they are not necessarily showing boys how they're supposed to defend against the patriarchy. There are no models for them. And we also have some terrific women who are writing new stories for our kids. And as three-dimensional and delightful as Hermione and Katniss are, these are still war movies. And, of course, the most successful studio of all time uh, continues to crank out classic after classic, every single one of them, about the journey of a boy or a man or two men who are friends, or a man and his son, or uh, two men who are raising a little girl. Um, until, as many of you are thinking, this year, when they finally came out with Brave. I recommend it to all of you. It's on demand now. Do um, you remember what the critics said when Brave came out? Oh, I can't believe Pixar made a princess movie. Now, almost none of these movies pass the Bechdel test. Alison Bechdel is a comic book artist, and back in the mid-80s, she uh, recorded this um, conversation she'd had with a friend uh, about assessing the movies that they saw. And it's very simple. There's just three questions you should ask. Uh, 
Is there more than one character in the movie that is female who has lines? So I'll try to meet that bar. And uh, do these women talk to each other at any point in the movie? And is there conversation about something other than the guy that they both like? <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank you very much. Two women who exist and talk to each other about stuff. It, it does happen. I've seen it. So let's, let's look at the numbers. 2011, of the 100 most popular movies, how many of them do you think actually have female protagonists? 11. Um, but there is a number that is greater than this that's going to bring this room down. In uh, Last year, the New York Times published a study that the government had done. Here's what it said. One out of five women in America say that they have been sexually assaulted sometime in their life. Now, I don't think that's the fault of popular entertainment. I don't think kids' movies have anything to do with that. But something is going wrong. And when I hear that statistic, one of the things I think of is that's a lot of sexual assailants. Who are these guys? What are they learning? What are they failing to learn? Are they absorbing the story that a male hero's job is to defeat the villain with violence and then collect the reward, which is a woman who has no friends and doesn't speak? Are, are we soaking up that story? You know, as a parent with the privilege of raising a daughter like all of you who are doing the same thing, we find this world and this statistic very alarming and we want to prepare them. We have tools at our disposal like girl power and we hope that that will help. But I got to wonder, is girl power going to protect them if at the same time, actively or passively, we are training our sons to maintain their boy power? And I'm talking mainly to the dads here. I think we have got to show our sons a new definition of manhood. Now, the definition of manhood is already uh, turning upside down. I mean, you've read about how the new economy is changing the roles of caregiver and wage earner. They're throwing it up in the air. So our sons are going to have to find some way of adapting to this, some new relationship with each other. And I think we really have to show them and model for them how a real man is someone who trusts his sisters and respects them and wants to be on their team and stands up against the real bad guys who are the men who want to abuse the women. And I think our job in the Netflix queue is to look out for those movies that pass the Bechdel test, if we can find them, and to seek out the heroines who are there, who show real courage, who bring people together, and to nudge our sons to identify with those heroines and to say, I want to be on their team because they're going to be on their team. When I asked my daughter who her favorite character was in Star Wars, do you know what she said? Obi-Wan. 
Obi-Wan Kenobi and Glinda. Now, what do these two have in common? I think these are the two people in the movie who know more than anybody else, and they love sharing their knowledge with other people to help them reach their potential. Now, they're leaders. I like that kind of quest for my daughter, and I like that kind of quest for my son. I want more quests like that. I want fewer quests where my son is told, go out and fight it alone, and more quests where he sees that it's his job to join a team. Maybe a team led by women to help other people become better and be better people, like the Wizard of Oz. Thank you. That's all you get, jerks!